welcome to the Monster Mash podcast with your host Hunter Davenport and Arlen Harrow. It will be a graveyard smash. Hello and welcome to the second ever episode of Monster Mash. Uh, this is a, officially a thing now. Uh, this is it. This is it. Guys, we made it. We made it, Arlo. Yeah. This is this is that third uh, day of not smoking. Uh, so now we're we're doing it. We're, we're yeah. committed. This uh, is the, this is the second date. You know, we're we're feeling a little bit more comfortable. You know, we're just like. Yeah. And maybe if you if you want to dine me right, I'll come back to your place, <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about our favorite monster movies. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. And then we'll have <laughs> the sex. This relationship is moving a little too fast for me. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> You're the co-host. I'm the guest. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, as you can tell, we have Connor Irving on the show with us. Um, Woo! That's yeah. my name. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, not, the, not to be confused with the other Connor. Um, yeah, not yeah. not the Connor we have on the show. We're gonna have on the show sometime, and I'm gonna make him watch something awful someday. Oh God! Please make him watch uh, How the Earth Stood Still, the remake. No. So here's oh, the thing. No. I have three movies in mind for Connor, and I don't want to reveal all of them. But one of them is a fountain footage movie, and I think you'll hate it. Oh God! Oh, there's a lot of those. But here's yeah. the thing: I'm actually super into the, into the concept, and it's the only reason why I want to watch it. But I want to make Connor watch it just in case. Is it Chernobyl Diaries? No, 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 no. Okay, because that's I'll give a you really a bad. I'll give you a hint. There's three monsters in this movie. Three monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter's told me about this one. It's it's yeah. insane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, now okay. When this is done, I I gotta figure out what that is. Uh, I'll show you the trailer later. Okay, sounds good. Um. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so Connor picked the movie this time. For real. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not spreading fake news this time. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Connor, we watched uh, Hellboy, um, and the monster yeah. on is Hellboy himself, not Samael. Samael is cool. Like, let's just get that. Yeah. One. I've always really liked Samael. Yeah, cool monster. Altogether, a really cool mm. monster. Um, yeah, concept's really interesting. The per, like the design of the monster of Samael or Samuel, however you pronounce it, is awesome. Yeah. Like, it looks very real, yeah. especially in the scenes with like other people. It looks like yeah. they're <laughs> reacting to him. Mm-hmm. In the subway scene, especially, he looks amazing. Like, oh yeah, no, I definitely wanted to bring he's that. So up. well lit, and he holds up really well. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was one of my yeah, biggest. I've, I've always connected uh, the two in my mind. So yeah. All right, let's uh, let's let's get into Hellboy. Um, yeah. What did uh, for my first question for you guys? What did you think of Hellboy's design? Now about twelve um, years, fourteen years know, later. Um. Here's the thing. Uh, I've always preferred him to be like skinnier. Yep. Like, I I'm I think I'm in the same boat as you. Um, but I do I like Ron Perlman as like as an actor and like as like a like as a, yeah. as a physical like in the costume he looks great. Like I think he, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't look bad. He looks like a version of Hellboy you'd see in a movie. Like. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I always I always liked the idea of and this is sort of GDT's sort of idea of it is that he's King Kong 
um, in the yeah. context of this movie. And Actually, that's that why... Makes, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, and Sam is... Godzilla. That was always his sort of concept. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know that, and that actually comes off very well in the movie. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and looking back in retrospect, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, like he's like, I've always, uh, I, I don't know. I think the jacket looks super silly. Oh God. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really like it. The, <laughs> I mean, the, I like jacket yeah, it works. And it the stone hand gets me every time. It, it works. It looks so weird compared to the rest of the costume because the hand, the fingers really look mm-hmm. tiny compared yeah. to the, the size of the hand. It, it doesn't yeah. bother me as much as it would, but like I think that it's in like when it's in motion, it looks good. Like it doesn't. It does. Like it doesn't look bad. Like the 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 obvious CGI scene at the end where he's like flying through the air. Oh yeah. Um, there's two uh, scenes that kind of really fucked with me. And the other one was the one where he, he crushes the Red Bull can in his hand. And yeah. it looks just yeah. so bad. But it's there's like some movie... pretty bad CG in here. Yeah, but, there's but, some real questionable fair, stuff. To be fair, this movie came out in like the early, like, 2006? It came yeah. out in 2004. 2004. Yeah. Damn. It was, it's, it's a $50 million movie, and... There are parts where you can tell it was a fifty million yeah. dollar movie. Well, um, it made its I think money it's, back like it's a lot. Part of, like, oh, sorry, go on. Like, I, I just wanted to point out, like, um, even like Abe in this movie, even though we're not focusing on him, um, mm-hmm. Abe in this movie he looks great too. It's just like the practical yeah. effects look really great. It's just this teaching little silly. The CG is always like it. It doesn't quite work now. I remember being a kid and being very convinced by it, but as an adult, it is a little bit goofy. A lot of it. Well, it's because like, like movies like I can't believe I'm about to say this. The movies like like Pixar, Cars Three, for example. Yeah. You may not like mm-hmm. Cars Three, but like look at the CG in that movie. Like yeah, it's immaculate. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, good. I think the biggest problem with uh, this movie was probably the budget. In the mind that like fifty million dollars isn't enough to do what no. Hellboy kind of deserves, but because of yeah. Guillermo del Toro's like weird style and the way that he kind of works on film, mm-hmm. it, it really worked here because you you can see he put most of his money into the sets and the characters and the production design, yes. and then he kept just enough to get the uh, special effects to be passable. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think I, there's a lot of charm here. Um, oh yeah, it's hokey, yeah, but it's it. A- comes off as a very mm-hmm. loving hokey. Um, and even, even compared to Spawn that we did for Zone, like that movie doesn't have any of the same charm that this does at all. Like, like the CG stuff in Hell is something that was a big topic of discussion on that episode, and like it, it's just bad. It just looks bad. It looks poorly well, poorly thought out, and poorly designed. I mean, even though there's some parts of the CG where it's like, that's obviously fake. Um, and it doesn't, doesn't even hold up as well as, like, Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, it just, I don't know. There's something about it that's still entertaining to watch, even when it does look obvious. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, totally. It, I, I, don't, I don't feel offended by any of the special effects in this movie. So, like, it no. works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back on Hellboy for a sec, uh, I always really liked the design of the guns. Because, oh, yeah. 
they're always yeah. huge. And I like that the gun sort of balances out the fist. Like, yeah. I've always liked that sort of thing. And I've always liked his, like, they're not tattoos, they're, like, indents in his skin. Yeah. Um, which I've always loved. There, and again, like... Samayo has the same things, if you've noticed. Like, he has, yeah. like... Yeah, he has the intricate design. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of like... I don't want to get into the lore too heavily, because... Well, at least yet. Because um, technically, he's part of a society of the first society of Earth, and they're huge into this, the Hyperboreans. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, that's yeah. where Samael comes from. Hollow. Yeah, the Earth is fucking hollow. It's hollow, and, the Earth is flat. and it's a disc, and it's on a turtle's back. <laughs> and you can't, there is no space. That's right. You can just no keep space. going up forever. No. If you dig down, you'll find Nazis, agenda. as we all know. NASA um, is a yeah. CIA disinformation station. Lead line DVDs. Um, <clears throat> we're not doing that here, though. Yeah, no, it's um, a different show. Yeah, different show. Um, but no, uh, yeah, like, and I mean, they sort of insinuate it in the commentaries, and if you pay attention to this movie, like, within the canon of this movie verse, Sam and Hellboy are kind of supposed to be brothers. I brought that up on our Zone review as well. Um, but that's kind of the idea, at least. That's why their indents are so similar. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. It's kind of a cool detail, I think. And it goes with the King Kong Godzilla thing also. Yeah, they're kind of like a match made in heaven. And if that heaven mm-hmm. decided to make a match where I want to see who could punch the best, um, yeah. it's always yeah. Hellboy. He's got that big fist. Yeah. And I mean, shoot little little barbs out of a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Sam really does need either a mini or something because oof, he's yeah. Um uh, yeah, yeah. Um but Hellboy his I don't know. I I still really like his design. I like the way that the horns look. Um I thought that they were goggles as a kid. I don't know if either of you do had that no. thing or nope. know what those were. No. Yeah. <laughs> I like know. They're above but as a kid I didn't use but here's the thing as a kid so in america putting even a movie with the word hell on it was still a big thing in 2004 i guess because i don't know why um so in the advertising you'd only see it for a second so if you're a little kid and you don't really get a good look at it they kind of look like goggles okay um so yeah it wasn't until the movie i realized that those were horns um i was just thought i thought he was just a red guy with goggles (laughs) he's uh he's a big red boy with some goggles and a tail and a hand, mm-hmm. a hand to put all hands aside. Yeah, yeah, In, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting story. I watched this movie the same day I watched the movie Hildago. Uh, so yeah. Oh wow! Was, uh, hell, yeah. hell of a weekend. <laughs> yeah. It was from one to the yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after um, that, you watched Sea Biscuit, right? <laughs> and then you watched Requiem yes. for a Dream. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then just followed that up with Million Dollar Baby. Um, I've had some weird film experiences. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, you just that gotta go down that hole. Sorry. Um, God, uh, yeah, it's good you said something after uh, Wreck Room for a Dream after you, when you said that. Um, yeah, I just want to see Angelina Jolie break her fucking neck. That's all I need to see. Oh, um, God. Yeah, no, that was totally a traumatic scene for a fucking eight year old. Yeah. Um, the real question is, do you watch the next Karate Kid after or before Million Dollar Baby? Oh, 100. Dollar you, Baby? you simulcast both of them. You got one TV playing Million Dollar Baby. You got one TV playing uh, both the original Karate Kid and the new Karate Kid. 
You're watching it's three like movies watching at once. The Shining backwards and forwards at the same time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, is it, but completely out of order. The one with Jaden Smith. Yes. Yeah, that new <laughs> oh. one is is with Jaden Smith. Wow. He's Ugh. he's uh icon. Either. That movie eight years old, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely showing its age. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Shows its age Anyways, almost as much as Hellboy does. Pretty good. Back on topic. Yeah. Jackie Chan's pretty good in that movie, though. Not gonna lie. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Let's talk about Hellboy's hair, because his hair, man. Yes, I don't know. His hair is so comic book accurate, it looks terrible. Um, it, it, I love it, though. I love it. His hair and Clay's hair are, are the best, looks like the a best hair. Boy. He looks like a fuckboy a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Well, like, if you see the little imp Hellboy, he's got, like, the goatee already going on, and that's what kind of made me burst out laughing. Like, even in the comic, he's still, like, a baby boy. Um, the baby Hellboy is the best. Okay, I, I don't care if the CG is bad; it's so good. No, the CG is fine with that. Like, baby Hellboy is awesome. I want more baby Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they get to. Yeah. We touch on that with the David Harbor version. Um, yeah. I want David I mean, Baby. Part Hellboy. of Hellboy Two is baby or like child Hellboy or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, in no, Hellboy no, Two, he has a baby. Oh, that's love, right. Yes, love Howdy Doody. According to remember it oh yeah, it opens with him like watching Howdy Doody and you see that he's got a revolver at a very young age. So <laughs> For <yeah>. some reason. <laughs> I yeah. it's a big fucking revolver. Mm-hmm. I haven't Fun seen fact. the Golden Army in a long time. Fun fact about that revolver, the Samaritan was given him by like another Mike Manola character. Oh yeah, it was oh, uh, yeah, the, right. uh, the light or the Torch of Torch yeah, Torch Light. Yeah. Torch of Liberty, yeah. Um, Torch of Liberty, that's mm-hmm. it, yeah. And he's a terrible shot. He's just <laughs> he's just a notoriously <laughs> bad shot. But it fires big bullets, but it's okay. Yeah, but he yeah. even in the comics he still misses like every five shots. Like he gets one shot and it's like a minor injury and then it's, he misses five he's more. Drunk all the time. He's just an alcoholic. That's, yeah, that's that's something they I wish they touched on in the comic or in the movie a little bit more, is just how much he gets into the drink. He uh, loves drinking. Yeah, I mean, he drinks so hard, he falls into the sea for a couple of years. So, it happens. Um, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all just been pulled down yeah. to the fifth dimension and then given, like, some weird fairy tale esque stuff um, mm-hmm. by the Bogroosh. Man, there's a lot of cool monsters in Hellboy. I wish they we could see some more on screen. Yeah, that'd be great. The Mignolaverse is very, very colorful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, that's the that's. I guess. I mean, we're gonna talk about Hellboy too eventually, and we decided that we're gonna focus on Abe when we do that one. But like, hell, that's the best thing about Hellboy too is how much they focus on the other monsters, and like the fact that they go into the elf world or whatever. And um, yeah, like uh, they don't. I never would have thought they would take a direction like that, and I'm very happy to see. They were like, okay, let's embrace the weird. Let's see what else we can find in here. Um, yeah, but they sacrificed tone. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> man. They they sacrificed tone, character, like, just yeah. already established character motives and uh, mm-hmm. problems. Like, yeah, like the whole Liz Sherman thing, that, we'll get to that later, but that really yeah. boils my blood. Mm-hmm. My hell that blood. Really that that doesn't butter your elbow. El- uh, that girl. <laughs> no, it it, it, it does elbow. not cure my depression. <laughs> God damn it! Um, it really activates uh, my almonds. God damn it! It really salts my eggs. 
Um, <laughs> what is this? I don't know. Help. Okay, uh, that's... Yeah, so let's see. What have we gone through? Let's talk about the fact that Hellboy has all those cats and how that would be terrible. Yeah, his, his <laughs> place must awful. smell like shit. Like, just cat shit all the time. Well, and... Well, cat spray is cat semen, so it smells yeah. like cat semen, cat piss, yeah. and cat shit. Like, and cat... Oh, uh, get that cat gun everywhere. <laughs> the only good part cat. about it is there's no rats in there. There's, oh, we don't know absolutely... that. We don't know that. This is the BPRD. Like, there are probably some weird Cthulhu-esque rats well, wandering around. Yeah, there's probably, there probably they are, cats. but that's fair. But, like, I mean, he has okay. so many cats, though. Here's he has a lot. Like... Here's the thing. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit in the chat, but it's, it would be kind of hilarious if we had an equivalent to the BPRD. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I mean, we we have the X Files. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have Project Blue Book in America, so that's a, no. That's I a thought thing. Blue Book was defunded. It was. I mean, that's what you say. That's yeah. a good point. That's a very yeah, good point. You to think. That's yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they can they can make me think whatever. I don't live in your weird country. Um, I mean, have you ever heard of Harp, Irving? Have you? Have you Harp? Heard of that? No, I've never heard of Harp. So harp is a harp is a real thing, but uh, if you it's look up conspiracies about it, it's, <laughs> it's a machine that can control the weather and people's feelings. Holy shit! I th- <laughs> you mean the weather dominator? Yeah, Cobra yeah, kind Kai of. weather dominator. It's basically, Sean Connery's evil plan from the Avengers from 1998. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Geostorm. <laughs> I I have not seen the movie Geostorm. Does it have anything Here's to do the with the other hit movie that came out this year, Skyscraper? Hurricane, no. With the with the, the ghost hurricane? I can guarantee you I have not seen Hurricane Heist. It's so um, dumb. It, it looks it looks real bad. Don't get me wrong. It looks like it looks like something there, I would never touch. There is a hurricane with a face in that movie. No. What? No. There is. No. I need to watch that movie now. It, it has a giant skull face. I'm not even joking. What? I'm not even joking. I'm watching this we, movie we, now. We I did not know that. Monster Mash. Honestly. <laughs> it's awful. Anyways. Uh, God damn it. Okay. Uh, We're really good at staying on topic. Yeah. Um, we are. Uh, yeah. Hellboy eats too much food. That's another thing. Like. He, was that oatmeal the thing is, when like, we first introduced him? It's yeah, pancakes. it's pancakes and bacon, which that's comic oriented. They they did ex- uh, do that. There's a moment in the comic where Hellboy as a child eats a pancake and the, the Knights of Hell down in Hell freak the fuck out because he likes the pancake. <laughs> they thought they were Wait, losing what? his connection. 100%, you can look it up. It's a great panel. Um, Like he eats, uh, he eats uh, fucking pancake and he's like wow this is delicious okay. and the knights of I, hell and the kingdom of hell are like what the fuck we're losing our connection to our son oh alert alert I alert have, i have a tangent but it's also on topic connor i saw a panel mm-hmm. i was looking up the library edition of hellboy yeah i saw a panel where like there's a monkey and it just cuts the hellboy and he goes he has a gun yes <laughs> yes this is that is canon um, okay. Hellboy fights a uh, robot gorilla three times in in the span of his series. I fucking um, love Hellboy so much now. 
Yeah, Hellboy is like I picked him up a couple weeks ago just because I was looking for a new comic book to read, and then I bought all three like almost instantly after I finished the first one. Uh, so read Hellboy, please, everybody, read Hellboy. Um, yeah. Anyway, or BPRD, uh, Lobster Johnson, The Witch Hunter. There's so many good choices. Go on. So, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Uh, I think we're still on the monster. Like, is there anything else about Hellboy's design to really talk about, yeah. though? Uh, I, I like think we nailed it, basically. Yeah, like, like the, the facial animations, or not animations, but like the way his face moved was mm-hmm. almost perfect. It it kind of yeah. caught me up. Like, he's wearing probably five or six pounds worth of makeup and prosthetics on his face, but he's still able to move them, like, really well. Yeah, and it's probably because of all the experience he had. Because, uh, and I, I remember this distinctly because I used to watch this entire DVD. Like, I would watch all the special effects stuff over and over again. Um, and the special effects artist who did that face, he worked on Beating in the Beast with Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, uh, that uh, that makes a lot of sense. Ago. Um, yeah, so, so they were he both just familiar. used the same mold. <laughs> like, he used the same facial mold from like 10 years earlier to make it. Yeah. I guess Ron Perlman is ageless, as we know. <laughs> yeah, so. we've gone over that Ron Perlman is complete. He's going to outlive all, all of us. Um, mm-hmm. And he's going to be doing Hellboy th- 3 commentary when we're all dead. Um, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the future. Damn. The, yeah. the pearly future. This just occurred to me. If they ever do Hellboy's dad in this new series, it's got to be Ron Perlman that they cast, right? I would hope so, so fucking hard. Because Hellboy's yeah, that dad is would piss me gnarly. <laughs> Hellboy's Orphan. dad is fucking crazy. Yeah. The... If they ever do him, like, he needs to be Perlman. Like, nothing else Nothing else would make sense, Yeah, right? You could just like... CG in, like, Hellboy's dad and just have Ron Perlman voice over it. Like, yeah. That's you save money, and Ron Perlman doesn't have to creak his old bones. Mm-hmm. His, his yeah. scary old bones. Yeah, you just bring him in, give him the Thanos treatment, put his face over it, and it's like, yeah, like, yeah, Dude, just go nuts. Into it. I'm into it. I didn't even think yeah, of that. Now I want this it. This is something that, like, if they don't do this, we should riot. <laughs> we should oh yeah, equip the entire time because mm-hmm. his quips in this movie are amazing. Oh yeah, okay. He's uh, he's the part that we really should focus on, because not a lot of the monsters we're gonna get to talk about get to have quips and jokes and <laughs> and are written this well as far yeah. as their dialogue. Um, like yeah, like even like werewolf stuff. Like while they're in the makeup, they normally are just like Rawr, or whatever. I'm a scary um, wolf man. Mm-hmm. Only once a week though. <laughs> or in the uni- or in the underworld universe every single day at any moment really if we want to nobody uh... watches this universe anyway <laughs> i can say whatever <laughs> this is brought to you by cadbury chocolate what <laughs> oh god it's a free plug where have we gone <laughs> where are we i don't okay, know um but no, anyways, like, yeah, like, Ron Perlman, I think he's what makes Hellboy work in this movie, and I think that's why people were pissed off when they announced the new movies, because I don't think that this movie would have worked with any other actor. 
Um, well, this was yes, I I agree. definitely yeah. yeah. This movie like yes. Uh, yeah. Another Hellboy movie, I think they could do totally do. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's something yeah. I wanted to get into later. But I think David Harbour has a better shot than Hel- uh, Ron Perlman does. Um, yes, yes. Just, definitely. just accuracy wise, and uh, and just like physicality. I could see them so with David yeah. Harbour like really going into the lore more, kind of like mm-hmm. yeah, having like, like Roger or like Lobster Johnson and like all these people mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. one movie would be awesome. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. No, they they've already announced what the his movie is is like what comic it's based after, and it's very interesting. Isn't, because isn't it, him fighting Morgan Le Fay? Yes. No, it's, uh, uh, well, uh, no, no, it's he's not fighting vampires. Actually, they're doing the the witch hunt or the wild hunt. That's what it's called, which is mm. actually the last Hellboy story. That's where Wait, his story is concluded, which I find the most interesting. Um, that means they're going to be BRD, probably, right? I would really hope so. Um, I don't like. I've read all of the the issue that they're going to turn into the movie, and I can see totally how they can start a movie, get the middle of a movie, and finish it. But I don't think they're going to do the exact same storyline. I think they're just going to make it part of the whole like Hellboy expanding universe, the the Magnoliverse. That's, that's interesting because, I mean, as much as I've talked about how I don't like it on other shows. Jessica Jones did a similar thing, where that first season is basically an encapsulation of all of Alias. Like it's it's virtually the whole series just sort yeah. of padded down into one. Oh, I didn't know that. TV. Yeah, kind of. Like if you read if you read through all of it, uh, it starts during the year that we know has passed. You know, like how she says it's been a year since the yeah. stuff with Kilgrave. You start like a week after the Kilgrave stuff. But oh, you know shit. About okay. Everything. Yeah, so it's like Yeah, so the book sort of goes through that year and all these experiences. The season that first season sort of condenses all that down into one week that is a year later. Um, yeah. Even her stuff with Luke. Uh yeah, which makes sense because in the book it's a year later so that she can learn that she's pregnant um that's that's why it happens that way (laughs) uh yeah but that doesn't really make sense in the tv show so i guess that's a that's an interesting way i guess to approach it even though tellboy has far more stories than than jessica does Um, yeah but there's there's an interesting idea there though i i do think no, I, I agree with you. Um, I think it's smart for them to start where people haven't seen Hellboy before. Because mm-hmm. um, Golden Army, as far as I know, that's it's not a comic. Like it's that's a completely original it, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be like based after one of the short stories, but I haven't read that one uh, in particular. Maybe, but yeah. uh, as far as I know, that is a completely original story, and not to discredit uh, del Toro, but it was probably one of his weaker screenplays um it is yeah yeah we'll we'll, yeah we'll get Um, to that obviously but i think what they're the source they're going to be taking from is is strong enough and offers enough like theatrics and dramatics that they could definitely do something interesting with it Mm -hmm. yeah i'm curious i'm I'm very curious curious. they do uh yeah okay um Anyways, uh, I think we mostly covered it. Okay, that's right. We were still talking about Ron Perlman just a little bit. Um, 
But yeah, I, I think that this specific version of Hellboy doesn't work without Perlman. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that I don't, I mean, depending on how the movie is, I think that they're going to write very much for David Harbour's strength. Yeah. Um, and I think his version is going to be very specific, which is kind of the smarter thing to do. Yeah. Is to not write Hellboy as like a very general character, make him very specific to the person that you have playing him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think like when I was reading the issue or like some of the issues, uh, Hellboy is like a working stiff. He's bored most of the time and he's, he's kind of grumpy and tired a lot. Um, yeah. And that's David Harbour, like his acting style, at least mm-hmm. uh, given uh, stranger things. He looks like he's always tired and always fed up with shit. Um, yeah. And like, there are a couple lines in the comic where I could almost hear his voice saying it. Like it was, it, it seemed like, his delivery almost perfectly. So I think they're going to keep it a little bit more accurate to the the comics. Yeah. But they're sacrificing, like, the quippy funniness that Perlman always had. Um, It's interesting, though, because I think Harbour has the same thing. I think he has that same ability to him. Yeah, he might... He has that wry humor. He has that Mm -hmm. inside of him. And that's that's part of the character regardless, like that kind of aloofness to to the whole prophecy and the whole destiny thing like i think that's that's something he can take and and mold into something very unique and interesting yeah yeah i'm curious again so and my memory is that liz won't be involved in it which will be i think that's something that i'm all right with them not covering again but i'm gonna miss it because you know i talked about this on her zone review i really loved when what he says to her when she comes back and him explaining what he said into the void or whatever. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Like, I don't know if we'll get that again, that sort of sort of weird romance. That's both very deep, but very fun. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get that again, but I'm curious to see what they do. Personally, one of my least favorite things of the movie was that whole subplot. Like those, those two falling in love and like having a romance. Cause I I didn't I didn't see the point of it. Even as a kid, I felt like it was kind of weird. And now, after yeah. looking at it, uh, looking at the comics, like Hellboy and Liz are best friends. That's like the idea. Mm-hmm. And I totally see where Guillermo was like, okay, how is this movie going to sell? I can't have Hellboy and his female best friend and yeah. another best friend. That just doesn't sell right. in 2004. Um, yeah. So I understand what he did and why he had to do it to get the movie to sell and. Everything, but uh, that was definitely one of my least favorite parts of the movie. I think it, I think it keeps the plot moving. I think that's why it's there. Yeah, like, exactly. It does. It does make those scenes. It, it's almost like grease on the wheels. Like if it was just us waiting for uh, Broom to get stabbed, I think that would be a little bit boring. Yeah. Um, but being able to cut back and forth between broom figuring things out and kind of having an idea of what's going on and hellboy being distracted and also explaining why he doesn't just step in and save broom um i think that that sort of works as like a for just for plot reasons at least yeah um but i can definitely see what you mean by like it's kind of unnecessary for there to even be a romance and the whole love triangle thing i don't think that works as well god Um, no that comes off pretty hokey yeah and this isn't a general review. Meyer, Meyer's, Meyer's really yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, that's actually sort of a good 
he puts he on that Superman suit, he sits in that closet, and he's like, mm-hmm. <gasps> I mean, that is, a, that is a deep cut. That is a pretty deep cut. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think, like, because Myers isn't in the second movie, is he? No. Which is something that I never appreciated. I always, but... I always thought it was pretty funny how they're just like, yeah, he got relocated to Antarctica. Like, what the right. fuck did he do? But, like, for plot reasons, that makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> like, it makes absolutely no sense. He's supposed to be Broom's replacement. Yeah, and then you no just sense. send him away. Yeah, it doesn't quite make sense. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it's... And I really do want to know, like, did they just not pay him enough? Because I don't know how that's the case. Because everybody else seemed to be fine. I don't know. Yeah, that's very weird. I guess he wanted more money, maybe? Maybe. He's not maybe been in... Like, he's not really... He's not in a lot of yeah. stuff. Like, you know? He's a British actor. He was in so, like, The Boy, isn't... which is a movie right. you guys have told me to never watch. Um, I've, I've never watched it personally, but it looks bad to me. <laughs> it looks really bad. I can't remember. I think that maybe said, Connor said never never go near it. Yeah, he said never watch it. I watched another movie with him in it called The Canal, um, which is set in, I think, England or maybe Scotland. Yeah, um, it's, it's really based creepy. in I'm looking at his IMDb right now. They're the same. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> the same. Hunter has Scottish people knocking at his door. They're not the fucking same. You. Fucking They're not cunt. the fucking same, bro. Um. Yeah, he does a lot of voice act- acting work, but I don't see mm-hmm. why he wouldn't be able to be in the movie because it came out in two thousand and nine. Kind of you know he kind of reminds me of Kyle McLaughlin, in a way. He does have that sort of. He has like, that same. It's the chin. Thing. It's definitely yeah. the chin. Mm-hmm. He's got like, an innocence about he's got him. This, like uh like a boy next door thing going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. He didn't come back, uh fucking uh Niles from Frasier didn't come back as the voice of Abe. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which here's the thing, as a kid I was always kinda like I like that it's Niles from Frasier because I know who that is, but it's not needed no. at all. Come on, it's, it's kind of unnecessary. I kind of, I kind of take it a little bit. Yeah, but after watching Hellboy too, I'm like, yeah, they really could have just used Doug's audio. Apparently, he was really good. So like, oh yeah, uh, no, I'm looking know. at he was on he was on set. He was paid to be there. He oh. He was on set. I yeah. did not know he no, was, he was on set. He was still playing the, all the characters. Like, I, I'm i looking at the official page right now. For uh, Hellboy 1? And, and for... 2. Oh, okay. But, so the... Are you talking about voice acting? Because he was hired as the voice actor. For oh, okay. Yes. My yes. bad. He was hired to replace him as the voice. Um, uh, Yeah, David Hyde Pierce. My, the name f- lost me for a second. But, yeah, he was a... He was brought in to do the voice, I guess, because of the studios. I don't know why, but he was. Um, but yeah, that was a thing, I guess. And I never, I, I don't really understand it now as an adult why it was even necessary. Um, but yeah, I don't know what, like, he was doing a bunch of stuff. He did play King Richard in a TV show. Maybe I can see that. Um, 
I don't know. He was in a bunch of British stuff, though. Like Yeah, it's, he's, it's weird. he's in a lot of stuff. He's an uncredited voice of Abe Sapien. And, and uh... Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, weird. I honestly didn't notice that until you pointed that out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a little thing. Um, on the, I guess, uh, on the other side, sort of, people, um, Sheriff Tambor is really great as, like, a supporting actor in this movie um it's weird watching him now because of the last year of our lives yeah and what's been going on uh but yeah like he still really works um in this movie he's still really fun on screen and him and Perlman have a lot of chemistry oh yeah I was just gonna bring up how well they kind of like go back and forth and uh kind Mm -hmm. of yell at each other I thought it was uh, a very good way He's very good at playing a pissed off dude. Yeah. Like he's just yeah. got that voice. Well, I think that's just him. He reminds me of yeah. my grandfather. Just like always kind of a little angry. Um, I love I love when uh, I love when Cronin comes at him and he's like, What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Don't so New stop York. It. <laughs> it's, so it's, so New York. Yeah. Very just like I don't, yeah, he's he's seeing a guy in a gas mask who he knows is, like, centuries years old, and that's his first reaction. Like, what? Like, no, don't come here. Don't come close to me. No. God, no. He does have, like, a video game quality to him also. Yeah, he's it's like a, he's like the helpless NPC. You gotta uh, yeah, walk him is. from one area to the next. Until he finally gets the, until he gets those gears and he starts throwing in. Yeah, um, and then you put, he, his, fi- finally his uh, discus. Uh, his golf or disc golf uh, skills are finally coming in handy, where he can he can throw a couple gears at a ancient yeah. assassin. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's that guy who's just throwing rocks at the. <laughs> like it, it <laughs> fucks me up that like he he's able to do that, and and not only is Cronin able to like okay, I'm gonna stop and look at you, but Hellboy's able to like tie a noose with one hand and then get it around <laughs> his neck and pull him down. He watched Western movies as a kid. No, that's uh, canon. I totally get that. Yeah, um, so it makes complete and total sense. You're right. I I'm I apologize for not thinking ahead. That was my <laughs> fault and my bad. Yeah, you better um, fucking apologize. Yeah, uh, I am, I Hunter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Who you are. Just, Fuck, yeah. man. I, I forgot I was with professionals. That's <laughs> um, right. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm wasting our studio time and the audience's time and the producers and cameramen because now I feel like an idiot. Right now, he's saying he needs the studio. We got to hurry it up. I know, I see see him and he's holding his watch out. totally professional. I'm I'm waiting. Hunter singing at the end of the last podcast that we did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The the audience joined it. They just got to cut that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, anyways, the sides, um, yeah, but Tambor is good, uh, I really love, uh, John Hurt, R.I.P. Rippin' Pepperoni, my boy John Hurt. Yep, Uh, the war doctor himself, uh, my, yeah, my third favorite doctor, probably. Easily, Um, he was only there for one episode, but I enjoyed him. Yep, probably, honestly, of all the doctors, he has the most spotless record for anybody on screen because the Eighth Doctor movie is kind of bad. So, most yeah, we don't talk working. about that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 
Uh, um, but okay. anyways, <laughs> okay. That's the best way I can describe my feelings on that movie. Um, but yeah, um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, Cause I don't know what else to say other than John Hurt. John herded it up. I don't know. Like no, he was good. He John Hurt has a talent for coming on screen, making you attached to him for only about forty minutes, and then dying. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and he's done it in this. He did it excellently in Alien. Uh Well, yes, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's the same concept. He comes in, he, yeah. he establishes the plot, and then he himself is the uh, catalyst for the third act. Yes. Um, or, in Alien's case, the second act. Yeah, he's, he's good at being there for short and sweet period of time. Yep. Like not, yeah. not overstaying his welcome. Yeah. Then he becomes, um, he becomes a being of light. A return back to his original timeline. Yeah, and then he <laughs> turns into Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. And his ears grow all big. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously. Still um, white, though. Oddly enough, still yeah. white. Um, yeah. 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 Um, all right. Enough shitting on Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> but never ginger. Uh, never ginger. As never well. ginger. That's um, that's the only meme I'm okay with them like can, they going can with. Never be gingers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They kind of ruined that when they made Catherine Tate a. Uh, a uh, companion and not the doctor, so I don't care about anything mm. else. Right, that, that's a fair reaction. Yeah, um, but but we do get that sketch from the Catherine Tate show where she's trying to get David Tennant to admit that he's Doctor Who, but she just won't stop. Uh, oh right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's a it's a balancing act. <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah. 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 Okay, the sets and the designs and stuff are fucking amazing. Also, that's something that oh, you yeah. said. That's yeah. that's um, Guillermo del Toro, and we can just gush about him for a while. Like he, if yeah. anybody could bring Mignola's rough and ugly art style to life, it's mm-hmm. it's Guillermo del Toro. Like oh, he, yeah. Mignola is a great artist who can only be described as rough and ugly. No, that's that's why I like him so much. Is like it yeah, seems no. like he never traces. No. It seems like he never plans out a scene. He just kind of runs his fingers up and down, and you're like, oh, I guess Hellboy's fighting an octopus right now. Uh, no, okay, yeah. cool, awesome. No, don't get me wrong, it's awesome. But it's just really funny to me how he's like the only way he can describe it is rough and ugly. <laughs> oh, I, you use yeah. some other adjectives to describe that because I don't think I can. I wouldn't say it's rough. I would just say like. Mignola doesn't understand what um, soft means. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't yeah. understand the idea of soft corners or uh, things, you know, sort of meshing together or melting together in any way. He does not like melted cheese or nachos. Uh, oh, yeah. He likes hard lines um, in his things. <laughs> you Please know, uh, go read the first issue of Hellboy. It is genuinely one of the ugliest comics I've ever seen. It's like, ugly, it's, but it's gorgeous. It's ugly that. gorgeous because it's like it's all primary colors and it's mm-hmm. the contrast in colors is so perfect. But... yes. Every character, no character has eyes besides Hellboy. That's something That's that true. I can't get I over. I don't want to That's derail true. this again, but uh, Ian McShane is playing Brutenholm in the re- reboot. Broom. All those yeah, letters, I know Broomholm. it's hard to remember, but they're Broom. all silent, which is something that bothered me because I didn't realize that 
that so when i would read his full name i didn't realize that that was supposed to be professor broom when i was reading the comic yeah so i thought it was a new character <laughs> uh yeah um but yeah no that's that's true connor that like that first comic it's not great and his art needs a good colorist um or yeah. it needs to be black kind of like, like i kind of like it though I love it. Oh, I love it. I, I I'm, love it. I'm getting it tattooed somewhere on me. Like I love like, his art. It's so I gorgeous. His, uh, I, I love his Rocketeer. I think that yeah. his Rocketeer design is probably better than the original. You, Rocketeer. I posted something on Instagram. It's his version of Dead Man, and it's like the cool. Yeah, his dead, That's that was my phone background for a while because yeah. it's gorgeous. It's like super mm-hmm. simple, very like it's red, white, and black, and that's all it needs to be. Like he's yeah, just I, I, getting by. Yeah, I love, I even, like, his thing, I love whenever he does another character that's not his, like, he did a Superman cover for Superman Unchained, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. he did um, uh, Batman was... by Gaslight. Yes, yes, uh, he did. Arkham, or whatever it was. Uh, oh, he did yeah. the, the costume and, and production like design for Bram Stoker's Dracula, the 92 one, or 94? I think he did a cover for a book... That was like right after Bane, or right before Bane, maybe after uh, what was it? Called? What's the story where he got his back broken? It's Batman's version of Death of Superman. Uh, fuck um, uh, I don't know. Uh, right, it's either right before or right after Nightfall. But there's a book where he goes down to Louisiana and fights Killer Croc in the Swamp Thing, and Mignola did the art, and it's. It's really a bad book because it's not a very good story, but the art is really good. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's a that's our sort of thing on Mignola's art. <laughs> but uh, I think Del Toro brings it together so well, like his his use of everything from like statues to just like weird sort of blocky characters. Yeah. Um, in the way that he sort of brings those to life, it's just it's perfect i think yeah he he loves doing monster transformations and i can see why uh guillermo del toro loved working with that as well because guillermo loves monsters look at the end of hellboy where the fucking cthulhu monster comes out of rasputin so good but that that's so goofy that like that whole end of the movie doesn't fit anywhere in the comics but i don't give a shit because that's so cool they bring the og dude Ogdru Jihad to Earth. That's so cool, and it works. So like awesome. it looks rad in the movie. I can I, see I they says. spent most of their money there. Yeah, I love what he says. Every time I came over and came back, I brought a little of the master with me. Like that's just a that's such a good line. That's oh yeah, line and way. Yeah, it's like it's so. You see the thing moving under his hand. Yeah. And it, I mean, we didn't watch the director's cut, but I distinctly remember the director's cut. His eye has come out, and there's a tentacle coming through his eye as he's still talking. Oh what? Um, no yeah, way. Like it's it's fucked up. It's really good. Oh, I have the special up. edition, not the director's. Cut. Oh, oh, I, I yeah, I, I own both. I because as a I, we talked about this on Zone a lot. As a child, I was obsessed with monsters. So okay. Like, I watched all three Blade movies back to back, like on a weekly basis, at maybe even twice a week. Um, and I would watch Hellboy, or I would watch Hellboy and Blade Two back to back, um, which is a great double feature. If anybody is wondering. Um, oh man. R- mm-hmm. Really? Yep. 
Well, because it's right. Del Toro. That, I know it is Del Toro. It's just, I'm not a, I can't stand Blade. Are you, okay. Okay. Here's the <laughs> Blade thing. is definitely a movie we watched. Blade I know you guys watched a... Blade. I think you watched Blade 3, right? No, we watched Blade 1 because okay. it's um, a good movie. We don't hate ourselves enough. <laughs> but and we're gonna come on, watch that one was filmed like, like around the years. corner. My dad's in that one. Yeah. <laughs> what? Obviously. Yeah, no, I think he's one of the vampires he... that dies. Is your is your dad Ron Perlman? No, I wish my dad was. <laughs> if my dad, dad was Ron Perlman, I would bring him in here right now, but he's okay, not. So we, need to, we need to take this apart. Do you not like the character of Blade, or do you not like the first Blade? Film? I don't like the first Blade film. I don't care about the Blade character, like just because I haven't had a okay. good. Like, okay. I haven't really gotten okay. into his the first character. Blade film is great. Go 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 watch our review or listen to it so okay. I can tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, but that said, Blade Two is a perfect fucking movie, and he shoots a vampire in the head, and then it explodes into ash. There's he nothing also, more to be said. He also said uh, some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah, yeah, the first and then film. he kicks the fucking thing into the dude's head. There were good parts of that movie. It's just yeah. I can't. I, I haven't. I shouldn't. My I should say I haven't seen Blade, Blade Two, or Blade Three in about a decade. Okay, um, you need to rewatch Blade Two because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, like much like you, Arlen. When I I was I hit my teen years when I turned like eleven or twelve, I stopped going outside and started staying inside and watching all the movies and all the TV shows I could. Yes. Like I just I absorbed all of Alien, I absorbed all of Babylon Five, just all Good those team. things. Like I just took it in and I yes. I ex- I lost friends, but I got new information. Good trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I understand where you're coming from, but I just haven't seen it in a while. I, I will go back at some point when I hate myself enough and I'm intoxicated enough and I will watch it. You don't um, need to be intoxicated for Blade 2 because... Oh, man, I'm talking about Blade 3. Like, uh, I'm, no, I'm no, talking about don't back watch there. Blade 3. Blade 3 is bad. Do not watch Blade 3. But when there's... We, here's the thing. When we have to do Blade 3 for the zone, I think we'll probably have you on and we will <laughs> all get drunk before we watch it. Oh, 100%. I'll be, tra- I'll be trash the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, will, I will be so drunk. Okay. So very, very drunk, because I... Uh, 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 um, but no, Blade 2 is fucking awesome, because a vampire gets stabbed, and then it cuts itself in half to get away. <laughs> That's Blade 2. That's Blade 2 in a nutshell right there. That's the insanity that is Blade 2. Also, if you've ever watched the commentary for that movie, uh, Guillermo del Toro was actively making the tunnels in that movie look like vaginas. He, he was That was his intention. He was just, oh, okay. really, he was just really into it, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man. he was on set. He was talking to Goyer. He was like, look around you, David Goyer. There are vaginas everywhere. I, want to see the, I wish to see the pussy everywhere in this movie. Goyer's just like, what? Yes. <laughs> okay, I guess there are vaginas everywhere. All right, well, I mean, he said so. Yep. As also, well. the Reaper's mouths, totally vaginas. Yeah, 100%. What? And you open them up, and their stomach, 100% of vaginas. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why? 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 Why did Gamma you... del Toro is a crazy man. I love him. a vampire movie. I love him. There are vaginas everywhere, and it's it's amazing. He also made the best mech movie we'll probably ever get in a while, so mm-hmm. enjoy yeah. those. Anyways, Blade 2 is great. If you don't like it, go go watch it. 
tell me why you're you're wrong because you are. So yeah, yeah that's the thing. Um, this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I will watch it again, and yeah. uh, we will we'll do another podcast, and we'll talk about why I probably still don't like Blade Two. You, you don't. Don't don't talk to me about my son ever again. <laughs> ever again. Hey, who is your son? Is it Wesley Snipes who avoided yeah. uh, uh, taxes for a long time and went to jail? <laughs> we all make mistakes. We don't make we it. All we all make, make mistakes, mistakes, absolutely, but we don't make enough mistakes to go to jail. That's no. a very rare thing. We don't make enough mistakes for people to say we, that Ryan Reynolds' make, career is better than yours. Yeah, uh, we don't so. make. A, a series of mistakes that last for several years that ends in our incarceration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't completely ignore all of our mistakes until we genuinely can't ignore our mistakes right. anymore. Yeah, yeah. end up being in an Expendables movie. Uh, Is he in the Expendables? He's in. I think he's in Expendables three. I've never seen three. I saw one and I hated it, and I saw two and it was super forgettable. I saw the first one and I was like. Why did this happen? Oh, because they all needed a paycheck. Uh, and then two was just everybody like, loves well, this Ar- is bad. Everybody was waiting for Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis to be on the same screen when they're in their sixties. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because their egos wouldn't let them in the in, when they were in their prime. Yeah. They were. It's not like coked up by like thirty or anything. Yeah. No. Let's see. Um, it's is there yeah, well. About the, it's okay, aged almost as topic. much as the demographic of the people. Okay, back on topic. Sorry. Yeah, this is a big tangent. Um, because we're still only on the sides, and we have three other segments to go. Okay. Through. Uh, we got so, to. yes. Uh, so, are there any? I guess of the sides that are like, don't quite work. Because I have one, which is this. I always knew uh, that this movie Liz? was shot in Prague. Liz, uh, Liz is fine. I I don't mind Liz at all. Really, like. She doesn't need to be there, but I think that she herself is good. Um, She's fine. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, uh, like, like you said, I don't care for the love triangle, honestly. I don't like the love interest thing. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. that that's like I said earlier, it it really kind of seemed to take the character down a notch, Mm -hmm. and less about Liz Sherman and her her own journey as a person, and more about Liz Sherman. How is she gonna fuck Hellboy? Yeah, Uh, yeah. That's another yeah. thing about Hellboy is like, why the, why the fuck is he like an angsty teen who's like, oh my girlfriend is talking I, to a boy. I didn't mind I that. They do say he's supposed to be twenty, they, and twenty, yeah. twenty is still a teenager. Twenty, absolutely. <laughs> I get, I get what you're saying there, but I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed kind of weird, especially considering the man playing Hellboy is in his late forties. I think that's the only part of it that doesn't work. Is the fact that he is so old, and he should probably be playing yeah, an older Hellboy. Gross. He should be playing like, the working stiff, like the yes. guy. If they're going to do the younger Hellboy thing, they should have done when he was actually fifteen years old, because he looked well, like thirty, but he still had the mentality of a fifteen-year-old. Right. Yeah. Like do the nineteen fifty-five yes. or nineteen fifty-eight when Hellboy genuinely oh, kills Hitler. Super fucking cool. <laughs> Um, that would be that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, no, in 1958, he'd be like a 10 year old, if they go by the rules of this movie. Yeah, if they go by the rules of it, that's a good point. That like the movie immediately establishes that it's a bit different from the comics. Um, mm-hmm. and and you're right. I should uh I should be thinking, uh, with that in accordance. Mm-hmm. But no, I I totally agree that like, 
Perlman is good for... He's almost a better fit for the comics version of Hellboy and not for the version of this movie in that specific way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, part of my thing is, like, I agree with all the list stuff because uh, the true romance is between Hellboy and Clay. As we all know, yeah. they should be together. They should, uh, they should be together and Clay should have survived. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, because that's a romance for the centuries. Yeah, better than Titanic, if you ask me. Almost as uh, almost as believable as those hair plugs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, almost, but not <laughs> I didn't quite. Realize, I didn't realize that we all know that actor. Like he's bald and other things, but I didn't realize it was him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that boy. Yeah, but he's he's really my, good. My sweet baby child. Yeah. My sweet baby boy. My my pure little man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he dies so bad. Okay, we should talk about Cronin because we haven't focused on Cronin and how fucking. Oh, awesome he I is. love him as a villain. Fuck yeah, he's great so villain. Good. Yeah, he's fucking insane. Like his his whole design. I love that he has multiple gas mask helmet things or whatever, and like just like and they're all different, but they all yeah, they're all like really well thought out though and like everything like his knives are so cool yeah i, I remember as a kid like pretending that i had those knives because, yeah because they uh, like you could spin them around and do all sorts of cool shit with it yeah now yeah, my question is cool. he leaves those knives everywhere he goes where does he get right. new knives where is he getting my, those knives yeah my guess is he has like a giant crate of those knives yeah he just has them it's like an it was the acne like, sticker through. on all of them he just like peels it off pulls it out yeah. of the packaging yeah, this is huh. this is like my sixth or fifth viewing of this movie. Okay, and like, and like, I've just now gotten to the point where I'm like, all right, just like stop. You can kill him. Like you're just showing off now. What are you doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just spinning your sword a little bit. Come on, stab him in the gut. Let's uh, let's get let's get to the point. We can do this. We're all grown ups here. I like to think of it though as like this is a guy who likes to scare people. Like like he does that whole thing with clay just to make clay as terrified as he possibly can before stabbing him yeah yeah um and like he makes that slow entrance down the staircase to freak out broom um yeah like that's his oh that was you know what that was fucking awesome i will that was was. a scene that will always like have inspiration somewhere where he just comes down calmly and watches broom the whole time and broom is like ah fuck just shit this is it but he and was... his last his last line is fucking great. Yeah, I call him my son. Like, uh, oh, that's a good. So you do good. a pretty decent John Hurt. Um, I, 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 yeah, you just have to have a gravelly voice. If I go gravelly, or I can do Carl Panzram. <laughs> oh yeah, you do the you do a very <laughs> good Panzram. On the wreck and find a yacht. I'm glad that we're all on board with this one because the other night nobody was. <laughs> oh man! To be fair, I've only just gotten into the last podcast. I've I've been same up with like same. the 27. Carl, Carl Panzram is a character. He, I'm terrified of Carl Panzram. <laughs> like of all the serial killers I've I know of and I've heard of, he's the scariest. He is terrifying because he's like... he's one of the few with like a body count probably in the triple digits, like right mm-hmm. up there with like, he's like not like Iceman level, but like regular. I'm going to kill somebody because I'm bored. Here's the thing. I don't think him and Iceman are that different. No, they I think are. they're both crazy. I think they'd be, uh, they'd be friends if they knew each yeah. other. Um, I mean, if, here's the thing. If, if reincarnation were a thing, Pan's Ram came back 
as, as Kuklinski. Yeah, like as Kuklinski. Yeah, yeah, like they're clearly the same person. They're the without, same without all the soul, thought. except so, the whole gay thing. Like, uh, yeah. hands I think he was gay. I think he was just kind of like. I think, I think he was just like into power so much that like the only thing he could think of that was more powerful than a knife in someone's throat was His a hog strength. in someone's ass. Yeah, I mean, this is the last thing I'll say on it, but, like, if he could have raped a bear, he would have He would have raped the bear, yes. He would have, yes. he would have. Like, that's, I think that was a big part of it. Um, anyways, this is, this has been your true crime. Uh... <laughs> true crime corner in the oh, middle man, of Monster I so Man. Alive. I feel so alive now. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> I, I just keep thinking of Henry singing that romantic song in the... <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyways, um, yeah, um, what were we talking about? Uh, some of the sides, one of the sides at least. Okay, um, we let's do Rasputin next. Yeah, okay. Rasputin! He's, he's so Speaking good. Yeah, uh, so that character... Grigory Ilyovich Rasputin. Mm-hmm. That character in the comics is, like, super fucking rad. He's super scary in the comics, like a genuine fear. And then in, in yeah. this movie, he's kind of like, I'm going to appear in five scenes. Uh, I, and whisper he, he, he into when well, The coolest shit, though, is when he, he shows up in the uh, the mental hospital. Oh, yeah. That is oh, the I, think best. The, I think the best one is when he shows up with Broom. And, like, the camera slowly pans. Yes. And he's just sitting on the couch. I think yeah. that was a rat. I love him just randomly appearing after... Hellboy and Sam have met for the first time, like just like to like, I uh, it was the first voice you heard as a child. Yeah. Um, like that was really cool. I thought. Um, now I must yeah. return to Frankenstein time. <laughs> <laughs> and like as a Russian, doesn't have an accent, like a mm-hmm. at all. That was something that kind of bugged me as a kid, and now it kind of bugs me even more. Well, it's Give because me... he's a demon now. Like, I guess. Well. Yeah. I mean, demons can still have accents. Most demons are portrayed to have like an English accent, so why not have a, a Russian demon? That's that's fair. I mean, we have one in John Wick, but we can also have two in uh, not John Wick, in Rasputin. Yeah. What if Hellboy was just John Wick? Ah, oh, man, that'd be so cool. God, but like the thing is, is you he'd be missing almost every shot. Yeah, like one in ten. One in ten every shot. He just it'd be, it'd be kind yeah. of it's honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'd like try and do a cool shot where he takes down five people and he gets none of them and he shoots himself in the foot instead. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, shit! Now my hoof is all fucked up and I have to beat these guys up with my cool stone hand. Um, oh well. Boop 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 boop. Yeah. Um. Other than that, what, what the girl? What was her name? Um, Liz? Li- no, no, oh, no, no, the no, Nazi uh, lady. Uh, yeah, the yeah, not, God, not. Let's just call her Nazi lady because that's what is, perfect. That's about as, as far as it goes. Um, yeah, the plank of wood they hired. Because yeah. Yeah. she's a yeah, she's, she's a very important character in the comic books, she's and a, she she's a non-entity. Ilsa Hauptstein. She's yeah. nothing Ilsa, in this yeah. movie. She yeah, she, she is a love interest, purely. Yeah, she's there, and she, like, occasionally has some interesting things to do, like, visually, I guess. Yeah. Like, she, like, hits John with that hammer a couple times. but like... Once. She hits him with the hammer once. Mm-hmm. I was counting, because I was like, mm, fuck him, fuck him up, fuck him up. 
that's the, the thing. Mom. If his eye was like bulging out of his like face, like that would be so fucked up. But they would that's, never do that. That's actually something I kind of wanted to breach on. This movie is PG thirteen. Yes. This which movie is why is I do so like the hard. director's cut more. Oh, is it not yeah. PG thirteen? No, it's unrated. Oh, um, and it's 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 far bloodier. Um, oh, I can totally and... tell. Like, cause there are a lot of moments where, uh, uh, Cronin will just fuck up a group of cops, and like uh-huh. the blades are perfectly clean, and they well, just like, fall over. Well, like Rasputin when he first comes back in the director's cut, he has no eyes. Um, oh, yeah, oh, he anyway. takes I, I, them. I, right? I do remember that. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, he um, takes yeah, them so from uh, from the dude. Um, yes. I do want to point out one scene that's horrifying. It's when uh, the two Samuels are in the subway, like the sewers, mm-hmm. and like he's eating the guy in the background. Do you do you ever get like like? There's a point where you get a good look at it, and it's horrifying looking. Yeah, yeah it's really gruesome. Like the Samuels are gross. They like have the, like the slime that they're like spitting out. They're always the drooling. Yeah. They always look wet. Oh, it's such a good introduction to Sam Iel, by the way. Just I want to like, pet him. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. They're, they'd probably be good, good, good doggos if they were good like, pets. If they weren't yeah. big old demons. If they were like six inches, no, twelve inches tall, maybe. Uh, yeah, thirty centimeters and. Well, still, you know, even like the fact that if you kill one of them, two of them pop out. Right. They right. could overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. They're that's still true. always terrifying. Yeah, they're always, especially like the stinger. Again, Sam will get his own episode. But yeah, like, I would hope yeah. so. He's he is he is an intimidating sort of creature to fight, um, and I think that's again that's another problem with the second season is they didn't really top Sam at all in the any way, season. shape, or form. The second season. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What about those uh, giant robot robots? Giant golden robots. No, no. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they were garbage. Mr. Wink was kind of yeah, yeah. I mean, he was cool design-wise, but like the well, that's because it's an adult angel thing is pretty rad. The angel mm-hmm. thing is pretty rad. I, angel, well, the angel thing I don't even cool, remember like, that. The angel death like shows up and movie. goes away very quickly. Um, yeah. And Mr. Wink. Yeah, he's not. He's not again. Not my favorite. Not my favorite at all. I mean, all. okay. I will say this before we do the episode on Mr. Wink. Um, when he, I like his ham. That's the only thing I like about that design. <laughs> Who is Mr. Wink? He's the guy with the metal hand. Yeah. He's the oh. most bros. Yes. And he punches right. Hellboy's hand. And Hellboy's hand breaks his because it's harder or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just science. Yeah. It was not. It was not. Uh, I, I. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, sides. Uh, again, one of the things I brought up earlier. I couldn't tell that this movie was shot in Prague when I was younger. Um, as an adult, yeah, this movie was obviously shot in Prague because anybody that's not the main characters, you're never actually hearing their voices. You can tell that they're overdubbed, and most of their lines are off screen when they're like. They like cut to Myers looking at a person who's clearly a Czech extra, um, or whatever. And yeah, because almost every one of the extras was like tall and blonde. Mm-hmm. There is, yep. it's kind of crazy how they all have very there. European faces. Like, 
They were the most European people that you've ever seen. Yeah, I actually um, didn't know it was filmed in Prague until you told me, and now that I'm thinking about like some of the scenes, it makes a lot of goddamn sense. Yeah, and a lot of the actors. Uh, the architecture of the, the city people. starts to make more sense when you think about that. It's like, yeah, that mental hospital looks straight out of Gotham, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Like, and that doesn't look like New York. I mean, I'm sure there are parts of it that it's probably pretty close to, but it's so. It's so European in some parts, like even when they're the car scene specifically, when Hellboy stops the car, that that was not America. That was yeah. That uh... let's talk about the busiest highway on the planet, or the mm-hmm. busiest road on the planet. They are constantly, constantly having cars fly by. Like, are you telling me that if they didn't see anything, like if they saw a kerfuffle, all those cars would have stopped? And you wouldn't yeah. have to have Hellboy punch a car into the air, which killed right. that dude. Regardless of what happens, that dude's dead. Because <laughs> um, that's how that's how things work. Most likely, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, I think we're. I think we've mostly covered the sides and our. I mean, okay, I guess we can go into like our our favorite little things and our least favorite little little bits and pieces, real mac micro stuff, I guess, to sort of go into. Uh, because we are over time a little bit. All right, let's. Uh, uh, well, I want to bring up just like the small little nods that Yamo brings up to the other canons and the other uh, members mm-hmm. of the the universe. I thought that that was just like a cute little moment where he would talk about the occult wars, and he talks yeah. about. Uh, I wish they. I think they make a Lobster Johnson reference. I can't remember. Um, and and just generally the love and care that went into this movie. It it, it shows so hard. That they tried so hard and so well to make this a good movie. Yes, and it it, yeah. it just pays off really well. There's a lot of passion in this movie, and like I I used to as I've said this on his own review, this is a movie that I would judge all of the movies against. Like that's that's what this movie was for me. Like, yeah. So like, and I, I think it still works very well, and I still really enjoy sort of how this movie plays and the monsters are just they're just so good and if you want good monster design this is the movie to watch oh yeah, yeah. oh definitely uh, hunter any any little sort of things uh, or even macro you know, things to sort of say um you know i like i'm trying to think like um like little things like this movie it's like I I don't know. I think most of my favorite little things are like um kind of I I can't think of little things that I like, which is a weird situation to have. There's almost too many. There's okay. almost like cuz like, like this is a movie I don't think about kind of little things that much because yeah. I, I I I'm enjoying it so much. Mhm. Well, uh, it's it's hard when like when Sam gets hit by the train, he's doing like Looney Tunes noises and stuff. Yeah. It's oh so... yeah. That's that's the sound design is just popping in this movie. Mm-hmm. So whenever Abe's hands come off of something, they make like the classic suction cup noise. Yep. Oh man, it's it's bad and good at the same time. Yep. It's very cartoony. Yeah. Like the sound design is so so good, and like even the music cues are really good. Um, Marco Batraumi like kills it on this movie. Um, yeah, like all these. Yeah, there's almost too much little stuff in this movie. Uh, yeah. Okay, I think I think we're 
good to sort of go into our penultimate segment. I think we kind of might have covered our final thoughts, though. So if we want to end on this one, I'm fine with that. Um, but I guess this comes down to the question of who would win in a fight. Um, so, uh, I'll let you go first. Who so, would win in a fight? It, the... Mm-hmm. Who would win in a fight? Xenomorphs or Hell, uh, Hellboy? Because oh, because Xenomorph is our current champion. Uh, alien. Um, yeah. Hellboy. I'm I'm gonna go with Hellboy. Um, you know, he, like this isn't just like a comic book thing. It's also in the movie. Hellboy's unkillable. Like he, you can't kill Hellboy. True. It's impossible. Um, that is true. His skin is is just like human skin, but it just comes back. Um, he's got it's the big also- fuck off arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's, tells people no, very bluntly. Um, and I think like a xenomorph doesn't really have a natural defense against a demon. Um, like, e- can they even yeah. see demons? That's my yeah, big that's question. Because they only ever see fair. humans, and to a degree, in things that I don't consider canon, predators. Um, so I, I I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, I you know what I I'm still gonna stick with Hellboy. As much as I love the Xenomorph as one of my all-time favorite monsters, I think Hellboy got it. I think he can get them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All, all good points. Uh, Hunter? Uh, you know, I think Hellboy would take it, honestly. Um, he's so durable, and, like, I just don't see... Mm-hmm. I don't see a world where a Xenomorph can kind of get to him without getting grabbed. Right. Yeah. Uh, because I think once he like gets a hold of it, it's over. Like yeah, yes, he just crushes. Yeah. yeah, I think the I think the deciding factor is this, and this is something that Connor brought up is that Hellboy's durability is something that a lot of other monsters want to come across actually really don't have, and partially due to the alien's acid blood. If anybody could stand up against that, it's probably Hellboy's stone hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if any weapon could go against that, and even if he doesn't use the hand to necessarily kill the alien, that hand can easily hold that alien's head um, or rip a tail off for that that matter. Um, So he could easily take a tail off, use the sort of end, depending on which version of the alien tail you're talking about, Mm -hmm. if it has a pointy end or just a flap. Uh, but, But if it does have a pointy end, stab the alien in the chest yeah hold it with the hand and then shoot it in the head with the samaritan yeah um he also really um how should i put this he has access to magic bullshit yep yeah yeah he definitely has access to magic bullshit um now question is it one xenomorph versus one hellboy or is it a, a swarm versus hellboy Let's I say, think it's let's one xenomorph. Yeah. One xenomorph for the sake of yeah. fairness. I think, I think for the rules of this, since we started with we started with aliens because it counts as a big monster movie and a small monster movie. Mm-hmm. The next when we do a big monster movie, that monster will have to go up against the queen. Um, okay. Yes. So Hellboy is going off of he's going up against aliens. Okay, no, that okay. So that's actually that narrows it down further. He has to go up against the aliens' design of the xenomorph. So uh, in the future, we may have the aliens' design fighting the alien design. Okay, um, which is interesting. 
but yeah, so he's fighting the aliens design, and they do have the pointy tails that can like get all stabby and stuff. Yep, definitely. Um, but they're also not as durable as the alien design. Uh, so I think that makes it all the easier for him to sort of take them down. Um, yeah, and they're also smaller, so... Yeah, like uh, we talked about it earlier, Hellboy should be a skinnier dude, like just thinner mm-hmm. and tall and sad and bored. Yeah. Uh, I think even then he still has that on the Xenomorph. Yeah, yeah, even then, and and I think your the thing about durability is really important. Yeah. Because again, like the Wolfman, sure werewolves are durable, but not not you know microscopic acid or whatever. Durable. Yeah. <laughs> Not, uh, yeah. yeah, not all that stuff. And, like, like Dracula lost because all he can do is turn to smoke and, like, try to outlast a... a, 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 a he turns into a bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And you just have to hope they don't have a small enough face hugger to get on that bat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I also don't see a world where, where a, a face hugger even gets close to him. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't see a single world where most things don't beat Hellboy. His whole idea is that he fights monsters, mm-hmm. and he's well, made it that... seventy or eighty years just fighting monsters. Right. That is interesting, and I do wonder. I do wonder, since he's a demon, if a facehugger could even successfully implant in him. I don't think uh, so. Like, I don't think he works the same way other people work. Right. Yeah. Like, it might like stick that like. Uh, I don't know how to describe it other than like a penis. Mm-hmm. It oh, it's definitely a meant to be a penis. Yeah, and then like there's like hellfire in his throat or something, <laughs> and it gets burnt. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's too hot or like it's not a human body, so the egg doesn't realize it should be hatching or, um, right. yes, like the even the face hugger doesn't realize that Hellboy is a like a demon, so it doesn't even open the egg to go and attack him. Right, or yeah, yeah, or even if it gets in, maybe it gets an embryo, and Hellboy just eats it. Yeah, like he just eats the embryo. Just chew that shit up. Interesting. Yeah, just yeah. a little heartburn. Yeah, just like little little indigestion. Like if you accidentally eat a moldy grape, uh, I've done that. Not fun. Yeah. Not not fun. Don't eat moldy grape. Um, it's it's real bad. It's real 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 bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Hellboy, I. Our champion, which I mean, I'm not. I sh- we shouldn't be surprised by that. I think yeah. he's going to be the champion for a, quite a while. <laughs> show. It'll be hard uh, to find someone to beat Hellboy. Yeah, it'll be real, real difficult. Like maybe when we get to the Giver, like oh that'll be yeah, interesting. Because uh, we're going to do that on the show. I hope point. so. I genuinely Cause... hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess, do we have any closing thoughts? Anything that we thought of as sort of a way to end, end the show from each of us? Uh, go support Mike Mignola. Go buy all his stuff. Yeah, go. Um, just, just go support that dude. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, yeah he's, he's worth it. Um, his art's gorgeous. His stories are deep and have like a crazy uh, length to them. Uh, and it's pretty goddamn cheap considering how uh, much this guy produces. So, yeah. yeah, go go look at his stuff. Go look at his beautiful, ugly art. Yeah. Uh, do that, or else I'll find you. Yeah, Hunter's on the case. Yeah. That's He'll right. find each and every one of you listeners 
uh, and fucking fight you. <laughs> it's like uh, the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where they go and fight everybody that was mean to them on the internet. Right. Um, except it's just Hunter, and he's punching you because you didn't like Mike McDola. Yeah. Yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. No, I like that. It works well. Uh, yeah, I guess my only final thought is, like, I still really enjoy this movie, and the parts that I really like, I fucking love. So, yeah. Oh, totally. It's like, I, I fell in love film. with the, the, the relationship between Ron Perlman and uh, uh, John Hurt. It's, mm-hmm. it's just tangible. It feels good. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, they, really, they really work well as father and son. Are you, like, I, I believe are you climaxing just now? No, no, no. I, I, a, my printer started going off, and I'm not printing anything, <laughs> so I don't know why it's printing something right did now. You, did you watch the movie Demon House recently? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no, I think I just good. have a regular Demon House. Zach Baggins, how dare you? <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, it wasn't anything gross. It was just me wondering why there's a printer going off. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I think, so I guess we can end on plugs, and then I think we're good. Yeah. Um, Connor, do you have any, any, any plugs? Oh, shit, that's like me. That? Um, yes. Go follow me on Instagram. I don't post often, but I update my story pretty regularly uh, at Maybe Connor. Uh, if you go on Twitter, I'm System Monitor one I also tweet pretty frequently, and I'm, I think I'm funny. And I do a podcast with my friends that hasn't launched yet, but you should all be excited because it's coming out hopefully in the fall called The Best Worst Podcast on the Internet. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, yeah, we just talk about shit. Cool. Uh, you can't follow me on Twitter anymore. Uh, yeah, you got you you James gunned it. Um, yeah. Fuck you got out of there. Um, let's see. Go listen to the Phantom Zone podcast on. Oh yeah. Fox. Can I just retroactively say go listen to the Phantom Zone is one of the uh, my plugs because sometimes I appear there as well. Yes. Yep. Uh, Ghost of the Fans on Podcast, available on iTunes, YouTube, and Spotify now. Yeah. Uh, which is oh, insane yeah. to me. Uh, go listen to that. Go join the Facebook group, Fan Zone on Facebook. Uh, I think we're the only one. If there are, I'm going to sue. I'm going to look it up right now. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll destroy them if they yeah. are there. Actually. I will do that. What if, they're, what if they're older than you guys? Fuck it. We don't care. We, oh, fair we, enough. We, They'll we die. Decided first. that if if we make a show with your name, we will destroy you, uh, which is why we almost launched uh, Water Brothers Pictures, the podcast. Uh, because <laughs> we should have done that. <laughs> because we're coming for you, WB. All right, we are coming for you. So yeah, I'm I am now looking at the page of the phantomzone.com.au. It is a comic book store in Australia. You know what? We're, We're not a podcast, so it's fine. Uh, We're yeah. Yeah. You take your goddamn backwards, <laughs> your backwards fucking <laughs> toilet, and your upside down air, and your weird looking sun, and you kick rocks, <laughs> you pieces of shit. They yeah. join the group, and they're like really nice people. <laughs> there's oh, there's another one that is relevant to us. There's the Phantom Zone radio show. Yeah, there are a couple of podcasts, but some of them are actually about the Phantom Zone TV show. Or not the Phantom Zone, like, they're about, like, 
Twilight Zone and stuff like that and like old movies. Uh, so yeah, yeah uh, so they better come, if if they want us to change our name, they better step the fuck up. Ooh, there's another one. It's a mashup of of Top Gun and Superman called Highway to the Phantom Zone. Okay, uh, they're that, allowed to keep that, that one. That's amazing. Yeah, I want that on the podcast. There's room for both of us. Uh, uh, call us. Call us, guys. Call, please, God, call us. Let's do a, anything together. Just yes. anything. Crossover. Uh, Crossover. Uh, all, all in. Um, I guess my plug is I'm also on the Phantom Zone, but y'all know that. Uh, but I'm going to plug Los Haro Podcast, uh, my oh, weekly shit. podcast uh, about movies and all kinds of shit. Uh, so yeah, go go listen to that with me and Eric Sayor. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that, like yeah, a that was... European man. Uh... Hi, my name is Eric Sayor. <laughs> I will take uh... your dog. I don't know. I don't know, man. Please keep going. Please keep going. Just power through this is, this it. Is I'm is scared and lost. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have quest. Um, oh, yes, I have quest. Okay, um, Please yeah, no, uh, Las Haropod, I think the last episode was Black Mirror, I want to say. Um, and then we're doing Horror versus Thriller, I believe, sometime this week. So, uh, look forward to that. Connor will be on that. So, not this Connor. Oh, I got kind of excited. That. I was like, holy shit, am yeah. I on something? <laughs> I mean, if you want to be on, we'll have... Oh, when are you I recording? Mean, it'll, Wednesday. It'll be a lot of packed stuff. It'll be packed, though. Yeah, I I'm, I really wish I could, but I'm out of town for that day. Ah, so, well, And that's not that just me covering. I have a concert to go to, so I won't uh, be available. You've got a body to go get rid of. No, I, I already mean, did that. Yeah. What do you think yeah. I was doing today before the podcast? <laughs> oh. I told you I was doing some running around, and that running around entailed hiding a body in the back lake. I mean, but, that explains a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you can be on some other time if you want. Just cool. tell us tell us a thing that you would like to cover, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely have you on. Yeah, awesome. I'm long yeah. it make you watch shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll make me watch yeah, Blade like 2. Like, we made you watch uh, Godzilla 1945, and then you, we both we all decided it's some of our favorite film. I like Godzilla 1945. It's really good. Good film. It's, I'm, I'm really sad that we had to watch 46 also because that's, that's not as good of a film <laughs> and it's the same film. It's, it's certainly a movie. It, yeah. You're most right. It, it is 90 minutes long and filmed on a camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Placid, that's for sure. Using the same oh shit, Lake Placid was filmed worse. down the road from me. And by the down the oh, road, I mean like oh. a couple kilometers away. I think that's the one we need to watch then yeah no i will do lake placid next time because i i think well, i watched I that mean, recently too this is more of an off camera conversation or not off camera off, mic. off pod uh, yeah but uh, uh we are planning on doing some horror stuff for los haro so maybe we'll do a monster movies episode that you can both be on actually possibly. yeah it'll be a crossover event yeah yeah, yeah it'll be, be like when the x-men fought the avengers yeah um, yeah but it's it's more like when the Runaways fought X Force. But sure, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's that's a that's pretty fair. <laughs> I don't know if that ever actually happened, but if it didn't, it should. Yeah, we're uh, writers. So yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, this is our show that's gone on way too long. <laughs> that's every uh, pod I've ever been on. So that's true. Oh, it's, it's, it's okay. 
it's it it happens uh so as we do for two of the three shows that we've recorded (laughs) (laughs) it's been a graveyard smash He's be gentle with me, I come to pieces, literally. Look out, there's a monster coming. 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 Look out, there's a monster coming.